Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. It's Dave Mormon here with Home Service Business Coach. Uh, this was a session we did uh, a few weeks back, which was a live webinar where I deep dove how I grew my business from $155,000 to $582,000 in revenue. Uh, it was back four years ago, uh, going into the 2019 season. I put multiple trucks on the road, hired a production manager and an office manager. It was craziness and it all came down to organizing my time and systems. And so I did a live webinar a few weeks back, which deep dove into it. And so this is the audio version here on the podcast. If you do want to see the visual um, version, because there is a few things we reference, um, you can definitely check that out onto my YouTube channel. So without further ado, thank you so much for listening. Uh, all I ask from this podcast is that you share it out to the world. I produce it for free. And so if you find value, if you wouldn't mind sharing it with a friend who will also find value in it. Thank you guys so much. And hopefully you enjoy this episode. We'll talk to you soon. Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, very warm welcome uh, to everybody joining us uh, on today's webinar. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Uh, I'm seeing some wonderful faces on uh, the call just coming on today. Uh, we'll give it a few minutes, guys, and let uh, the room fill up uh, nicely, and then we'll get uh, rocking into today's content. Uh, as the title of the webinar said, we're going to be doing a 60-minute deep dive into literally how I grew my washing business from 155k. Uh, to 582 grand and we're going to be unpacking uh, the different things that I did uh, to make that happen. So before we get rocking and rolling, I'm seeing the room fill up nicely. Uh, I would love to hear in the chat uh, where you're currently listening from, where your business is located uh, and just go ahead and say uh, what's up here in the chat. Uh, and then I will pass it off to my main man, Landon. Uh, he's actually going to be putting me on the hot seat today. Uh, running with things for today's session. So uh, Landon, how the heck are we doing today, my man? Yeah, thanks, Dave. Uh, we're doing well. Excited to, uh, you know, share some value and, big and dig a bit deeper. Like, uh, I'll be honest with you, I didn't share this with Dave, but um, while while I was on uh, the calls this week, um, I kind of had some of the some of the guys maybe send me a question or two. So hopefully we'll be able to get to those, you know, really, really put Dave on the hot seat here, but it's going to be, it's going to be really good. So, uh, man, we got, we got people from all over the place, London, Ontario, uh, Boise, Texas, man, that's awesome. Look at that. Love it. Love it. Everybody. I, I I'm kind of curious though, like as the, as the year kind of winds down, um, what was an unexpected win that you got, you know, either in your business or outside of the business? I'd love to love to hear that too. Quebec, there we go. Canada representing. I'm seeing lots of Canadians it. here. Peterborough. Yeah. Uh, we got Liam, my guy Liam in Hamilton. That's awesome. Filling up nicely. Wisconsin, yes, sir. Ireland, look at that. Let's go. Let's go. Awesome. So, uh, as we kind of let everybody filter in, um, I just kind of want to run over. Um, so, Dave uh, asked me this, um, you know, to kind of put him on a hot seat here. So, like I said, I've compiled the list. Uh, of a few questions. We're going to get into Dave's backstory. There's probably uh, some of you I've seen some familiar faces here that know uh, a bit about Dave. Uh, some of you might just be checking us out. You know, who the heck are these kind of two dudes, uh, whether you found us through Facebook, uh, our Facebook group or, or Instagram. Um, so we're going to dive a bit deeper into Dave's kind of background at Revive uh, HSBC. And, uh, and again, hopefully we'll share some golden nuggets and uh, I'll, I'll do my best, everybody, to keep this call within an hour because uh, as, as some of our clients know that are on this, when, uh, when Dave starts uh, you know, going, he gets his coaching hat on and uh, 
as much value as it is, we want to be conscious of everybody's time here. So just a little heads up, everybody. Awesome. Awesome, Dave. Shall we? Shall we get Let, into it? Let's dive in. Yeah. Everybody, thanks for coming. We're going to be super respectful of your time. And uh, yeah, Lennon, let's get diving in. I'm ready to, to get put on the hot seat. So kick us off here, man, and let's get her going. Awesome. Awesome. Let's let's get after it. So so as some of you, uh, you guys know, some of you don't, Dave, you started uh, and founded Revive. Uh, what is it about seven or, or or is it coming up on eight now? Yeah, we're turning. We just turned six years old. So we'll be seven years old this next year. Um, I Very started cool. it. We started as Revive Washing. And this year we rebranded into Revive Services. So same company, just a slight pivot on the name here this last year. Very cool. Very cool, uh, Dave. I would love to hear that backstory, man. I'm sure we'll get into that. But um, for everybody, it's it's the end of 2022. Dave, let, let's kind of give the people some current uh, events, current information. Sure. What is like, What I guess, what would the title you call yourself be? And and what is the day, day in, day out role that you kind of oversee at Revive uh, Services now? Yeah, awesome. So I started guys 2016 to back up. Uh, we did 89 grand my first year. Uh, I literally went to Home Depot. I bought a Ryobi pressure washer and I thought I was in business, right? Then I read a book called The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. If you've not read that, pick it up. Literally changed my whole mindset when it came to business. And I started thinking, hey, I should try figure out what some of these systems actually mean, what the heck this is. So uh, we went on this revenue growth for a period of a few years where we did 89 grand. The second year, I did 155K. And then in 2019, we saw a crazy growth. This was all pre-COVID. Uh, and we hit 582 in, um, in our third year of business. And so I'm going to dive into exactly what we did there. But that was kind of some uh, enough context for us to see, hey, this is now like a real business. Uh, it, it's running. I've got a great team. Uh, and I want to unpack some of the strategies that we did to get there. But in today, present day, fast forward um, three uh, years, uh, we see consistent revenues anywhere from 70 to 100K months on the regular. I've got two managers that regularly run the business, one in the office and our operations manager, Steve, runs our crews. Uh, we're a team of about 10 to 11, uh, and I'm literally required in my business for four hours per week. So I literally just got back from the office, grabbed a wrap on my way home because today, Wednesday mornings are my revive time. I go in and I do a goal setting and review meeting with my two managers. It's about an hour and a half to two hours. Uh, I check my email inbox and literally I'm back home here uh, with my golden retriever working uh, away at business. So I'm here to tell you. Uh, it shouldn't take you decades to systematize your company. I'm here to tell you, you can build an asset that's able to run without you. Uh, and I'm here to tell you that I'm not that smart. And all I did was work my butt off for three years building systems in my business. Uh, and today it can run without me. Last year it ran without me. 2019 was the year that we saw a lot of growth. And so I wanted to make this session today because a lot of you are maybe stuck on the truck, an employee or two doing 100, 200 grand a year. And you're like, how the heck do I actually grow this thing? Uh, and I'll mm -hmm. let you in on one little secret too. We're, we're a profitable company and we're also a debt-free company. So my answer is not to go take out 100 grand from your Uncle Bill and go and systematize this business. I'm, I'm all about bootstrapping and we'll get into some of that. So I'm the, I'm the owner, I'm the founder at Revive Services. And Landon, I'll maybe just keep going here just to complete the loop if that's cool. Yeah, go ahead, man. Um, so then I started up this little brand right here on my shirt, oh, other side called Home Service Business Coach. Yeah. So essentially what happened, I'm a serial entrepreneur. My company's running without me. And I literally had people messaging me, Dave, how did you grow your company? How can I do it too? So I started Home Service Business Coach the same week that COVID hit Canada two years ago. Uh, and now we've helped 84 home service entrepreneurs step off the truck, structure their business and build their business of their dreams. My goal is I want to help a thousand entrepreneurs. So we do webinars like this to help. I've got a YouTube channel, a podcast, and we've got a number of rock stars inside of our coaching program. So I want to give you as much value as I can here because it pains me. I think some of you on this call are the most hardworking people in the world. Uh, you're not compensated well. You don't have time. You don't have impact and you don't have freedom from your business. So even if you give us another 51 minutes and I can change some of your mindset 
uh, and you actually look at your business as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, uh, and not uh, not the CEO, the chief everything officer like you may be right now, but actually as setting up an asset to run without you. So if you take one thing off this session, that's literally what I'm looking for. So that's me professionally in a nutshell. Yeah, love it, Dave. Thank you for that. And, and some of you will have heard this story, some of you not. So I'll share it. I remember um, running. So if, if you don't know, Dave was actually an old high school soccer coach. So that's how we kind of knew each other uh, way back in the day. And I remember this day vividly, like till this day, I uh, walked in a, into a local Starbucks here uh, Saturday morning. And lo and behold, uh, I guess David switched uh, his local Starbucks spot. There he was Saturday morning uh, with his laptop out, got his pike place uh, black uh, on the corner, working away, putting these systems in. And I think, Dave, that that was in um, 2019. So that would have been during this kind of big jump, big leap. So let's kind of backtrack there, man. Like that was kind of, that was during around this time, October, November. So like you were starting to, you know, come towards the end of it. So let's go back to 2018, man. Um, kind of where, where you where, where was your head at, you know, when you, when you finish off that year doing 150, kind of what were your dreams? What, what'd you spend your time doing? Um, if you want to kind of dive into everybody there, uh, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. So kind of a little secret guys, I don't think anyone really talks about is I was able to grow the company quickly because I had another business going on at the time. So I was consistently running a half a million dollar painting franchise that I would make about $120,000 per year in profit from. So, uh, you know, I was single at the time, I was able to hit all my expenses and literally double down on the investment into Revive to grow it. So literally 2018, I got married September 7. Uh, and my wife and I, we actually went away for uh, backpacking through Southeast Asia for like a month. We came back and literally this time of year, December, January, February, I got so busy systematizing the business. Uh, I would literally go to Starbucks, order my Pike place, and I would work on building systems day in and day out. Uh, my wife is a children's nurse, so she'd leave for work at 5.30 in the morning. I would say goodbye to her. I'd head to Starbucks and literally do my two-hour shift every single morning. Uh, I would take Sundays off, but six days a week, I'm there um, building systems. So, you know, my mentor told me, he said, in business, Dave, you always build your container first, and then you go out and operate it. And I think a lot of us on this call, we're looking at an off-season right now in December, January, February, and we're like, what the heck do I actually work on? I'm glad you're on this session because I'm going to show you. But also, you don't just roll into the washing season and say, oh, it's March, I'm going to double my business. Like All of this growth was planned out months before we actually went out and operated it. The second point when I did $155,000, I profited $65,000. I did not go out and buy, you know, a new vehicle or go and get a boat or go and do whatever the stuff that distracts us. I took all of that money and I plowed it right back into the business. And I know, Landon, we're going to deep dive that in a little bit, how we spent that. So mm -hmm. I see someone here, uh, my friend Ivan's just like, yeah, fist pump. And like, honestly, that's the best way to grow your business is if you look at two to three years and this opportunity you have recession or not your best ROI right now is your mindset one and two is your business and I calculated up for you guys on this call I've now done 6.5 million dollars in the home service space and I've made well over two million dollars in profit and lived an incredible life bunch of countries whatever I'm not a flashy kind of guy but I'm telling you if you work hard on this business, you will let this business live the life of your dreams. So uh, I, again, I don't want to make this like, oh, I'm so special and figured all this stuff out. Uh, I read a lot of books you can see behind me. I spent 140 grand on my own education, co coaches, conferences, mentorships, et cetera. You name it, I've done it. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, Landon, I was working super hard building my container because I knew come March, come April, it's like lights out. And we moved from uh, like one truck to four trucks in that same year. And so 65 grand purchased Astro 2, Astro 3, Caravan number one. I had four minivans. I spent 2,500 bucks. I wrapped all of them. That was 10 grand. Ladder racks on them all, hooks on them all, soft wash system in two of them, water fed poles in all of them, two pressure washers in all of them. Uh, I got 10,000 of these made up door hangers. We started pounding doors. 
Um, we literally went bananas with marketing and building the brand because I knew time is more precious than money. And I saw an opportunity there to go out and get it. And again, guys, if you're like, I have kids, I'm married. I was married. I was running another business. I was building Revive. Like I'm seeing a lot of you on this call and I've talked to you guys or you're in trades of firefighting or you've got another income or a nine to five. Keep that thing going just to get your cash flow coming in, but work super hard on the business. And that's what's going to really cause this thing to go kaboom. So long-winded answer, Landon, but back to you. No, very cool. Very cool. I think it paid dividends because I've been, I've been getting this question a lot um, from a, from quite a few guys, actually. They're like, they're, they're thinking 2023. So they're, they're taking the right steps now. So, but I guess my first question would be like, what are those right steps? What should you be focusing on in the slower yeah. time? And then I'll bundle that with this super common one. Uh, some of you guys will laugh. When do I know it's right to put another truck on the road? Like you put three uh, on the mm -hmm. road in one year time, Dave. So like, where do you allot the, the, the income, the time uh, into your business? And then I guess, when do you know it's right to add in a second, third, fourth, fifth vehicle? Yeah, super good, man. So for me, it really came down to capacity planning, guys. I was largely, and we'll talk about this with my last point, I was pretty much running a seasonal business where we would pump revenue seven to eight months of the year. So if I did it all again this year, I probably would have only added two trucks because we're now into Christmas lights and have more of a year-round business. But regardless, it comes down to capacity planning for us. When we're beyond three weeks with our one truck, we need to put another one on the road. So it starts with having a revenue plan. And if you're looking for the most basic way to grow your company, I'd go a four-year game plan. I'd go zero to 250. I'd go 250 to 500, 500 to 750, 750 to a million. That's a really simple way. And you guys, for magic numbers, I see some of you taking notes. 250K per truck is usually a good barometer. The most highest producing truck I ever had was 335 grand in one year. Um, and that was also in 2019. It was a two, two person crew. So it's like, it is possible. Some of you on this call, I see you, you've got window cleaning businesses. You can't exactly do soft washing and pump those high levels of revenue. So number one, what revenue goal are you going to burn the ships to hit? Um, for us, it was hitting that 500K goal. I had to do it. And I knew the trucks that I needed to make it happen. Now, having said that, three years later, we're charging now twice as much as we used to charge back in 2019 as well. So it comes down to what revenue goal do you want to hit? How many trucks are you going to need to make that happen? Um, and, and literally, a mindset is like you're running a customer acquisition business that happens to fill in the blank. There's landscapers here, painters. Like it, The thing is not the thing that's going to make you wealthy. It's the business systems and where your time's going as a CEO and landing to back it like fully up 30,000 feet, figure out the business you guys want to have. For me, I don't want to have a hundred trucks on the road. I want the best lifestyle business. I can make a 20% net profit from, and I'm only needed in the business five, 10 hours a week. That for me, that's what success look like. I don't want to take my company up to $10 million. Our growth plan is to get to about 1.5 to $2 million. I could make 400K of cash off of it per year. That's great for me. If I can do that, coach, I've got a real estate investing business too. So it comes down to really what you want as a business owner. You've got to see your risk tolerance, zero to 10. Not all of you want to franchise to every market in the country. So kind of what I do with my coaching program is I teach you how to build one local profitable location with a small lean team where you're off the truck. And personally, that's like a business that I've been able to do and that I love. Um, another thing, Landon, what I was doing, I did, I dropped of the, of the money I made, uh, I put 1600 bucks in, I literally bought an online course of how to start building systems in the business. And I think that helped me tremendously too. A phrase I'll never forget is you don't know what you don't know. I think a lot, everyone <laughs> on this call, like we all have our heads up our butt to some degree and we don't actually know what stuff we got to be working on. So having a mentor, a coach, whether that's paid or unpaid, um, you've got to make that happen to be able to save some time um, with what you're working on. Because like these next 90 days, we've all got 40 hours a week to be working. And it's like, what are we actually working on? And I would personally, a lot of you, 
rather than go and door knock and put signs out and try to stay busy till Christmas, I'd rather you guys not try push a 10,000 pound boulder uphill and you actually say, why don't I just spend time in the office and actually freaking build out this business and build it out properly? A lot of members we work with, I don't want them to go produce work. I want them to hit pause on their business for like two months and like, let's just build out every system before we go out and do the business. And the last thing I'll say, Landon, I worked really hard to recruit a production manager because I knew mm -hmm. for me, by once you get your third crew on the road, no longer should the owner be managing the production directly. So I knew I needed four trucks and I knew I needed a production manager. Where did I recruit my production manager? You'll never guess it. Landon, I don't even think I told you this. I recruited Austin from Starbucks. I saw this kid there. He had his contracts all over the table. He was running a student painting franchise. I said, hey, do you want to have a bigger opportunity? I took him under my wing while I was backpacking for 30 days. He did pressure washing for me, produced some jobs, did a great job. I met him again. I said, hey, I want to sell half a million dollars. I need someone to produce it. And we shook hands and wrote a contract. I gave him 8% of all of the business that we produced. Uh, and so he made good money through the year. And I literally didn't need to go on a job site because Austin had the thing handled. So did I get lucky? Love Maybe, it. but I'm always recruiting wherever I go. So I recruited Austin in the off season, October, November of 18. And I trained them up and brought them in to manage all the crews um, come the springtime in the new year. Very cool. Man, there's a lot to unpack there. So we're going to do the best that we can. Um, I mean, you mentioned like the four stages are 250, 250 to 500, so on and so forth. And I guess the question is that, Dave, is like, and, and another huge thing is like leads, gen lead generation, yeah. such a big thing. You mentioned yeah. you took your profit, you put more trucks, you did all that, but then you also got 10,000 uh, door hangers, so to speak. So yeah. Dave, let's say you're in um, somebody's business. They're in a seasonal business like us. We're not talking directly to you Florida boys right now because you're lucky. Your slow seasons um, is summer. You know, we're, we get it. Okay. You can work all year round, but I'm more talking to those guys that have similar climates to Vancouver, you know, in that slow season, uh, December to kind of February, March, yeah. what is kind of your, your um, thought process behind the, your marketing initiatives? What would you tell somebody that's doing, let's say 150,000 wants to get to that 250, 300K mark uh, this coming year? What are you telling them on, on how to market, how to generate more leads? Yeah, it's so good, Landon. So first thing I'll say, guys, if you're taking notes, I want to just rattle off some magic neck metrics. Okay, for us, our marketing spend in six years of doing this, we've always been um, five to seven percent. I've never of, of total revenue. So some of you are like, I want to grow quick. You know, to get to two hundred grand, I need to spend twenty grand, twenty percent of my gross. Like, absolutely not. We're all about customer driven growth here at Revive. We get recurring jobs. We have multiple touch points with our clients. And honestly, these things have made me so much money. I, I don't even know. Like they just literally uh, put money in the bank account and push leads to us. So I'll, I'll dive deep on that in a sec. So um, 2022, this is the worst year I've ever seen for paid ads, quite honestly. Uh, we hit 582, not spending a dime on paid ads. Literally, it was all organic dominating neighborhoods and rebooking our clients and pushing our reviews and referrals. So um, have things changed a lot? Yes, they have. I think paid ads are getting worse as the years go on. It's requiring more money to spend. I turned paid ads on in 2020, 2021, 2022. I used to be able to spend $1,000 and return five to six grand. We were getting five to six ROAS return on ad spend, pretty good. Um, and then it dropped. And this year, literally, if we put a thousand bucks in, we're booking like 2K. And I'm like, by the time I pay my team, I'm not interested in a loss leader type of business. So we have shut them down. We're literally, I think we still have Google guaranteed on, but Google PPC, Facebook ads were like garbage for us this year. So literally, uh, we're not, not investing in that anymore. And so we're doubling down on this now. But what I would do I had my my four crews running, Austin's managing them. I would literally turn up with these door hangers and, and go knock myself on the five to 10 neighbors around the job site we're working on. And I would literally say, hey, it's Dave, I'm with Revive. I got my guys just working up the street. 
We're offering free quotes. Did you, are you at all interested in getting a quote for giving your house a bath or cleaning out your gutters? You know what? That would be awesome. I've seen your guys up there. I've seen your trucks around. Like, I think that has really helped um, grow the brand is just literally the owner. I wasn't turning up to the job site to go manage them. That was Austin's job. We kind of divided the business. My sole job was sales and marketing. So I was out delivering these hangers. What I would also do, I'd get bandit signs. Don't put them on busy roads, these lawn signs. We hide two to three of them in our best residential neighborhoods. Now you have to be careful for HOAs, but you want to find the sweet spots, the park boulevards. Like that's the best marketing I've seen. I'll say that for our Christmas light season was our bandit signs this year were absolutely amazing. Um, putting those at selective areas in residential neighborhoods. I was doing that. I engaged an SEO company and I spent $700 a month for about six months to get our website ranking very good on Google. Uh, I think that's money well invested. I would be careful who you hire and make sure that there's actually a good ROI. Um, but I just can't stress enough getting those reviews, getting, you know, if I could go back in timeline and I would have done a client referral program, we just launched an official referral program this year, um, which has been great for us. So, you know, for the guys at 100, if you want to go to 250 next year, I would literally say, get your signs, create a Google My Map and plan out. We, we pin all of where our signs go across our area um, so we know exactly where they are. Two, I would literally be printing these with a QR code and start going boots on the ground. And don't just go door knock 10,000 homes. I know none of you are going to do that. Go and find where your clients actually are. For us, we have a Google My Map of all of our jobs over the last six years. I know exactly our 30 best neighborhoods. Those are the ones we turn up to and we go door knock. So if you look at your territory, if you've got, you know, 60,000 homes, I probably only want you door knocking like 4,000 of them, but door knocking them multiple times so that people can start to see you and recognize your brand. Um, three, I would get going on SEO. I would start doing that now um, while you're in the slow season. If your truck's not wrapped, do that. And then literally guys um, leaving business cards behind every job. Um, I, I think those would be like the best, most basic ways to grow your business. And if you're at hundred K now, I could get you to 200 K plus literally spending seven grand or less. Like it's that level of like, how the heck are you doing that? Uh, and I've been doing, I've had a business now for 13 years and I'm Dutch by nature. I'm not going to spend money if I don't need to. And I'm telling you guys, like, I think people are fatigued from seeing sponsored digital ads. And I think we're going back to more face-to-face -face business, get out in the neighborhood. So um, you can't tell me door knocking's not dead because I literally bought my first place just knocking on 4,000 doors uh, and saving up 42 grand. So like anything is possible. So I think reverse engineer what's working for you. Take some of these strategies I'm mentioning, but for heaven's sakes, like don't break the bank with paid ads because um, I, I'm just seeing, I'm seeing a decline trend. And in my coaching role, it's my job uh, landing to spot trends and coach on that. Mm -hmm. And also I'm not one of those guys that's coaching that has sold my business and rode off in the sunset. Like this thing's an asset. I'm keeping it. We're growing it. It keeps me current. And I think it makes me a better coach. So um, that that's kind of what I've got for marketing at this point. Yeah, very cool. I mean, when when if we do release a replay of some sort, like go back, rewatch that. Okay, rewatch that time and time again. That was so good. Thank you, Dave. So let like, there's so much you you've been like spitting out and throwing out, man. That let's kind of go back and we touched on like knowledge is power, right? You spent 140 grand um, through coaches, uh, courses, webinars, the whole shebang, masterminds. Um, you've been through the school of hard knocks, man. When you saw that shift between 150 and 582, kind of what was what was that like biggest belief shifting thought or process that you saw kind of really helped take yeah. take you off? So good, man. So I guys, like I told you, I had a painting business before. We're doing half a million dollars. I never had heard about systems before, and I had my crew's painting. And I was literally the sales guy. And I thought that was the highest level of the food chain that I don't have to paint and I can make six figures. I thought, amazing. Then when I read the e-myth, I thought, my goodness, I'm just a glorified business owner that's in a sales role in my company. So I said, 
And, and my plan was to build my own brand through Revive. So I said, when I'm going again, I'm not going to be the office guy or the sales guy or the manager. I'm not going to be the technician. I'm going to set this thing up from day one. So it runs at a 20% net profit. And that's always been my goal. So it's really come landing up a mindset of like, to get to my goal, 500K, I needed, you know, we had like eight technicians, I needed a production manager, and then I also needed an office manager. So my time really shifted, not from, you know, Dave doing everything, but it shifted to really being the architect, the engineer, the designer, call mm -hmm. it whatever you want of the business. And that's like a huge ninja hack because I looked at my time per hour, right? And on 582, I'm making over a hundred grand of net profit with that, of which we're again, reinvesting. But if, if we all have 2000 hours, if you're going to work full time, right? So those of you on this call, you all have a magic number. Let's say you actually want to profit a hundred grand from your business, not, not revenue, but profit. Your time is now worth $50 an hour. So you on this call, you're foregoing what else you could be doing because you're viewing your time as $50 an hour. So you look at someone who nets a million dollars a year, they're just viewing their time worth $500 an hour. So it came to me viewing my time, $50, $7,500 an hour. And, and that's where it's like every moment I'm on site, if I, I don't mind going on the job site, but I'm only going on the job site if I'm training someone because it's all about duplicating myself. If I have to go in the office, I'm only going in if it's an emergency. Like, I'm not kidding you guys this year. I've not talked to a single client on the phone, even friends and family. I don't even quote because it breaches our system we've made where leads come in and our office takes it over. So you guys, a lot of you are bottlenecking your own growth and you're staying extremely busy on 20 or $30 an hour tasks. My whole company runs paying people 20 to $38 an hour. And that's a great setup. And I love our team and I love coaching them. Your role as a CEO is to move your hourly threshold beyond that and start focusing on those higher level tasks. So I personally think that's the biggest gold nugget. Why people get stuck is they stay busy working on the minutia. And then it comes to, well, Dave, easy for you. How do you go get a team? Like guys, we're cleaning gutters. We're putting up Christmas lights. It was snowing last week. Like that gets to a whole thing of culture and vision and core values and could just, you know, if this is a 10 hour webinar, that would be, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Landon's limited us to an hour. So 28 minutes. I have, I have. So thank you for that, Dave. And I, I kind of want to touch on this too, because as much as Dave is, is mentioning and touching on like removing yourself, you know, 20, $30 an hour test, you got to move to these 50, $100 an hour tasks. And is that may seem like kind of like a high level concept. Um, or something that's kind of hard to grasp. So I'm just going to give you one word and that's trust. Okay. Because I hear time week in, week out. I heard this for over a year now is I'm the owner. Nobody's going to do it as good as me. Or, or, you know, I just can't find good help because the millennials or, or Gen Z or whoever the heck it is, my, my age bracket, I guess, if you will, and younger don't want to work. You can't find people, so on and so forth. Like at the end of the day, there is validity to that, but you have to trust that you're putting the processes at systems and have the knowledge and mindset to go against that grain. Because again, if you travel down that thought process, where does that lead you? Leads you at 100K revenue, uh, you know, the same position as you were last year, maybe a little bit of growth. That doesn't lead you with a business that gives you the lifestyle that you want. So again, just again, trust the process, gain that knowledge and trust your people to do the job you've trained them to do. So sorry, little tan rant, uh, tangent here, a little rant for me, but I needed to say it needed to be said. It, so Dave. It's so no, good. Go Landon. One last thing on that guys. And I read this in recent years, like two years ago, it's a book called who not how, and people talk about delegating and I'm starting to um, pop more content on my YouTube channel about how to get good at delegating because I'm still working to get better at it. But that is such a huge point. Landon said, like, it is very scary. Like I hired four office managers before I found one that was actually good. And that's something we haven't even touched on. Um, in 2019, I finally got an office manager um, that was a rock star and it took me four hires. And so he was the fourth person that I tried. Same with technicians, guys. I've hired over 140 um, staff members. A lot of them are field staff, cleaning, painting, like you make mistakes, but that is part of business as well. And in someone working in my company, we're going to, we do a working tryout 
literally sometimes a day, sometimes two days, some days a week, we know before we grant full-time employment and sign all the papers, they've already been on a ride along and actually seen how we do things at Revive. And my managers know pretty quick, like this girl or this guy's going to stick or this person's not going to be good. So I think a lot of you to go back to the start, figure out exactly what business you want, what that looks like in three years, and then just literally work backwards to build that. And I know that might sound crazy, but that's how I believe I've been able to retain my team is because it's like, is it Napoleon Hill or Dale Carnegie Landon? Like begin with the end in mind. So, someone wiser than me has once said that. Um, I, th I think Napoleon, yeah. I, I yeah. can't tell you what chapter it was, but you're on the right track. So, you know, guys at 150K, you guys know your partner is going to be on you because you're coming home. Let's say you fulfilled the work, you come home, you jump on House Call Pro or Market or Customer Factor or Job or Joyce or whatever you're on and you go invoice and you answer emails and you have a bunch of voicemails and it's like, when is this madness going to stop? So that's what I did. I hired David in 2019, um, literally $19 an hour. I set him up on Jobber. I set him up with a cell phone and I said, David, don't miss a call. I'm paying you 19 an hour. This is how you do a quote. Um, here's our pricing list. We've now put our pricing list right on our website so that people can even pre-qualify themselves now before they call in. Uh, and, and David's been with us four years now um, in this role and it's just been incredible. So I think that's something you want to look for at the 150K mark. Like the, the two best ways to grow your company, like get off the truck and go find someone to help you in the back end with the office. Once you then get busy for a year or two, the day you put a third crew on, you're going to need a production manager. And that's a whole, that's going to be another webinar. Landon and I are planning out is how you structure out a production manager mm -hmm. role. Um, but yeah, Landon, I cut you off, but just wanted to mention that guys who not how get good at delegating. And remember when you micromanage, it's showing that you're actually a weak leader. So if you're getting in your people's business, you've done like a crappy job setting up the role and last gold nugget. Sorry. Don't hire unless you've already built out the role. Before I brought David on, I had a pricing list set up. I had his SOPs ready to go. I had a checklist. What does an office manager do? I think at the time I even got him posting on social media too, because I wanted posts going on. So like plan out in your head what you're currently doing in that role and look to take your hat off. And, and don't hire unless, like if you view your time as $19 an hour, then by all means, don't, don't hire for this role. I'm talking to the 10% of you that are taking notes and implementing and like want to grow a real business. You've got to get out of the office because uh, it's important, but you've got to keep moving up the, the food chain in your own business. Oh, did I mute you? I think I muted you, Landon. Let's see here. One second here. There we go. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, I was taking a sip of water. Want to be cognizant of everybody, and then uh, I put myself into my own my own prison. <laughs> so there we go. So Dave, you kind of like I was just like thinking um, and and listening to you talk, man. And like, there's so much like people can take away from right. And again, this this is already well worth um, the what is it? 38 minutes that we've been here, right? Um, but I was thinking, like you've read all these books, you've invested so much time. And, an ener and energy into yourself as the business owner first before investing into equipment and stuff like that. Because again, we're true believers. Knowledge is power. And it's funny enough, like, let's say we're going to go buy that book, Who Not How. Yeah. That's a what? About 40 bucks, right? Yeah. And, and so I had this thought, books are like blueprints. You know what I mean? But unless you know how to read a blueprint, doesn't really help you build your home, so to speak, right? So I, I would guess my question I'd propose, Dave, is like, how important is it to gain access to somebody that can tell you, hey, here's the blueprint, but also here's how to read it so you can actually build a home. Um, like, how important do you think that is for your business? Um, kind of describe kind of that process between 150, 580, um, if you will, and, and kind of go from there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's huge, guys. I think for me, um, I, I, you know, did a business degree. I graded in 2012, but let me tell you, that's not why I have uh, su successful businesses today. It's because I've learned it along the way. And I think experience is the best teacher. Um, but literally when I look back, like I bought the e in 2016 
but even I didn't read my first business book for fun till I, I remember vividly I was in Hawaii in 2013. So like 10 years ago, I read my first business book for fun. Uh, and I don't know if you have a personality like me, but when you get like a goal and want to do something, it's like all you can think about and you get this like tunnel vision. It's like a blessing and a curse. So all these business books behind me, uh, I was reading anywhere from 40 to 85 business books per year from like 2013. Uh, and my wife would ask, girlfriend would ask, what do you want for Christmas? And it's like, just get me business books. So again, with Starbucks, I would just get up, I would read, I would read, I would read, but didn't actually start systematizing until like 2016. So um, I really think a lot of you on this call, like I think um, you should all be investing in yourself. I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, yeah, I spent 140 grand, you know, my business coach today is well over $40,000 a year that I pay to consult me to be a better business owner. So, you know, it all comes in stages. And if you guys want to work with Tony Robbins, he's a million a year, right? So it's just like, everything's done in stages. But I would say, if you look at what you've invested in Audible, um, in books, what your podcast listen time is, like, if that's like low, um, your business is just not going to grow. And I think Revive grew because I got so voracious about reading and learning. I drove like six hours in my little Honda Civic uh, on our winter roads like four years ago to go visit a mentor. He had like an 800K business at the time when I was doing 89 grand. And I'm like, what the heck are you doing? Like similar to how you guys are on this right now with me. And I literally just got around him and I, I slept on uh, his like, guest bedroom. And it was like, I just did that because I was so hungry to learn and grow. So I think like coaching, learning mentorships, it's a continuum. I think it should be a slam dunk investing in books. For me, I bought a $1,600 course. Then I bought a 6k coaching package, then a 20k package, now a 40k package. So I think like, as you move up in business, you can invest more, but I think you're shooting yourself in the foot if you're not investing now because some of you will hear gold nuggets and you're like oh that's good to hear but won't actually go out and implement a good uh coach a good mentor a good advisor call it whatever you want they're going to make sure that you're actually getting crap done because no one lies to themselves guys better than us as business owners telling like we confuse activity with productivity we're like oh we posted on instagram or we made a whatever like nobody cares you need to do so much more i think with marketing than you guys actually think so I think biggest asset you have is your mindset and everyone on this call, myself included, the only limit to your business is literally the psychology of the owner. Um, that That's literally what it is. So if you think you can hit 500K this year or a million, no one's to tell you right or wrong. It's just between your own ears right here. Um, but I will tell you the time we hit 155, 500K was our rev goal the following year. And we, we did surpass it, but that's what I woke up every single day landing like how do I get to that goal how do I get to that goal so I think like pairing being very goal-oriented and ambitious ambitious also pairing it with your learning and your growth and guys like really if you did 100k this year you should have one to five thousand dollars that should be dumped right back into growing you some kind take our coaching program I love it take someone else's like do what you want but just don't stay stagnant and stop. Cause I do think um, with our economic state, like you guys did need to go and get out ahead of this. Yeah, totally. I, and, and as much as like, like I, I'm young, right? So I've done a lot of researching on the recession uh, because I was kind of too young for 2008, 2009 when all that happened. So I'm like, okay, this is the first one that I'm old enough to kind of comprehend what's going on. And it was this fact, absolutely stood out to me and I it's kind of like now impressed in my mind is that there was more millionaires um, created in the last recession 2008 2009 than in any other time in history mm -hmm. so it's like it's not just by chance that those those people accumulated wealth and the time and the freedom and all that is it's like we are literally in the perfect time to go about starting to really put the pieces together into your business to give the life that you want I mean Dave and I, we're biased. We've seen this day in and day out with our guys, hearing stories about um, AJ uh, taking his daughter to uh, uh, South Florida theme park because he put the right people in place and systematized his business. So yes, we're biased to this. We truly believe we are in the right time and right place to, again, invest in yourself. So 
I guess maybe we'll throw this, maybe like we have a bunch of questions in the chat, but let's, let's yeah. maybe uh, blow up the chat a bit more. What are some of these, um, as we head into 2023, what are some of the goals that you set this year that you either hit or that you missed? And how are you going to change that um, in 2023? Um, is it the mindset? Is it hiring the right person? Uh, is it maybe uh, getting another vehicle on the road? We kind of, we'd love to hear your thoughts uh, and opinions in the chat. So don't be shy. I see Nolan's been blowing up the chat. So good man. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, no time, no extra time, automobile university. That's a good one. It's funny. I, I was missing the chat most of this call. So yeah, like Landon, we could deep dive these questions. Uh, we could keep going. I mm -hmm. mean, guys, we got about 15 minutes. So like, I don't know, should we just start ripping these questions, Landon? Or what do you think's best? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. I mean, look at Liam. Um, good to see Liam uh, here again. It hit his revenue goal, got off the truck for majority of the time. We love to see it. Love to see it. Good work, Liam. Good work. Um, um, we'll we'll recap it. I'm just thinking, Dave. We'll mm -hmm. recap it. One fifty five eighty. We'll give bullet points so everybody. I know yeah. that we threw the kitchen sink at you. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's keep it a little bit bite sized for everybody. Yeah, I uh, got a couple of people entering in here. Awesome. Um, yeah, I think guys, we'll we'll kind of walk through it a, a little more in depth here. Um, so I think we got the learning piece down. I think we got. Um, the system build piece down, I'll deep dive on that in a sec. Like one of my favorite acronyms is like, what does system stand for? Save yourself time, energy, and money. And so I think again, methodology of mindset, look at like your last week, your last month, your last year, a lot of you just repeated a lot of similar stuff time and time again, right? Maybe you're picking up the phone calls for all your inbound leads, right? That's no problem. I don't care if you're picking up or someone else, just don't miss those calls. What are you actually saying on those? We call it an inbound phone script. So at Revive, we have a bullet point inbound phone script. What questions do we ask? How do we walk someone through a five to seven minute phone call? Make sure they're a qualified lead. And then at the end, we triage them. Either we're quoting virtually or we're gonna set up an in-person assessment depending on the needs of the prospect. So that would be one simple system uh, to go out and make, right? Number two, I just finished this this week. I pre-wrote all of our emails for Revive for 2023. We send out four emails per year, each one with a push for our main service for that time. So again, getting ahead of it, what are you doing at Starbucks? I'm not watching Netflix, you know, wasting time. I'm writing out the emails for what this next year might look like, right? Another one, guys, some of you don't even have this yet, is like a pay ladder for your technicians. I saw someone ask the quote, uh, how are you paying your people? Um, we literally pay. Do we have time for this, Landon, or how are we doing? Let's go for it. Okay. Um, we literally pay, guys, a base wage, and then we give our team members a ski jump. So our team members make anywhere from $20 to $25 an hour as a base for a technician. We pay $10, we do two person crews. Each crew member gets $10 for every review that they get, whether that's on Google, nice job, Facebook, Homestars, I don't care, that's bonus pay. We give them 5% each of any upsell that they get. If they're cleaning windows, they spot moss on a roof, they quote it 1500 bucks, we book it, boom, congratulations, you both get you know 75 bucks each, awesome. We give them $10 for every lead, neighbor walks up, do you have a card? Better yet, let me get your number and name, I'll have our office call you and quote you, perfect. How's that? Slack channel set up, internal communication. Um, how did that neighbor walk? Do you have an A-frame sign? Do you have a QR code? Are your technicians trained how to talk to people? Um, Pay ladder number four is we pay our team members for books that they read. We have self-development books. Every book they read, we pay them for it. Another way to make more money. Um, and lastly, uh, we're on Jobber and we have client tips turned on. I, I literally, my ops manager told me uh, last week, we're over $7,000 this year just in collected tips. We didn't turn that on till mid this year. So it's incredible living through the service economy. I think this is a gold mine of a business and a time to make some serious money. So in a nutshell, I hope that's valuable. Um, that's how our pay ladder works. Super simple. And I'll tell you if our technicians make $20 on their paycheck or on paper, what's hitting their paycheck 
23, 24, 25, $26 an hour by the time you add in all those bells and whistles. Um, yeah, one last, I'll, I'll share one last ninja hack. We also, one last bonus guys, you can start paying out percentages of what that truck produces. And we've played around with this anywhere from one to 3%. So if uh, let's grab, let's grab Ivan here. Let's say Ivan's my crew leader, right? Ivan does a $5,000 week with his truck. Uh, I'm going to give Ivan uh, 1%, right? Bonus. So he'll get an extra 50 bucks. Let's say he works a 30 hour work week. So that's maybe a dollar 50, right? But you add it all up. It starts to, starts to compound. Now, Ivan, if you went to 10 jobs this week and you had one of them call back because you left a bunch of crap on the driveway and you forgot whatever, sorry, Ivan, you don't get your bonus anymore. So exactly. When our callback rate goes above 5%, we pull that bonus off the table. So that's another way to incentivize our crew, high level of service, keep the callbacks low. So just because we pay someone 20 an hour, I have four different ways, or maybe five, I forget how many I said, that the technicians can actually make more money. So it's like flipping this around, what's in it for them, and not making this a cleaning company or a painting company, making this a leadership development company that happens to insert blank. So Hopefully that's valuable, guys. I've done piecework pay. I've done hourly pay. We do what's called hybrid-based pay, which is literally what I just laid out for you. Um, and guys, put I'm talking like really fast. Um, put a one in the chat if this webinar has been like just value for you so far. I just really would love to hear uh, some feedback because I've seen a number of you guys uh, around here. So, okay, awesome. So I'm not talking too fast, Landon. This is good. That's good. Always good. Yeah. Well, we got like a limited time, so, you know, it tends to happen. Um, but yeah, I, I'm seeing a lot of ones in the chat. There we go. Absolutely love it. So Dave, kind of like um, what I'm thinking here, man, is like we can either go through some of um, some of the, the other questions that we got, man, or, or we can kind of wrap things up to, you know, we've almost been 52 minutes now. Um, I guess let's leave a two in the chat if we want to answer a couple more questions or or uh, that we'll, we'll leave it up to the audience this time, Dave. That might Let's be interesting, man. That might be very interesting. So, and, and Landon, I'm almost like, there's like at least 15 good questions in here. I'm almost like, yeah, Neil Novus. So yeah, Canadian dollars, Neil, that's an easy one. Um, there's probably 10 to 15 questions. Dave, were you a high school soccer coach, originally a teacher? No, not, a, not a teacher, just a soccer coach. So I coached Landon from like grade 10 to 12. So, um, and then Landon actually, guys, he was a sales rep for us at Revive, set all kinds of records doing in-person sales. I said, I want you on my coaching team. And uh, now he's uh, our growth advisor at HSBC. So we got to give some credit to him as well. Too kind, uh, too kind. Another easy one. Are you currently using Jobber? Yep, Chase, we are. Um, we're going on like four years now. Uh, super good software. Uh, Lyndon, dedicated sales staff. So what we've done, man, um, we have a hybrid role. So we have one of our technicians goes out on Fridays and does six to eight in-person quotes. Uh, we do their hourly wage plus percentage of what they book. But we've been extremely blessed this year. Uh, I'm on my fifth office manager and uh, Katrina is one of the best I've seen at booking work. And so she actually schedules afternoon appointments three days a week to go and do in-person assessments. And then Steve, my ops manager, he does big strata quotes, like big $10,000 quotes, um, bigger stuff. He's the one that goes and takes that. And if all three of those people can't quote, yours truly gets called in to quote. Uh, I don't think I've done, I think I did like two quotes this year or something. So um, yeah, it's pretty minimal, but that's worked really well for us. Uh, we are adding a painting division next year, and we're looking to recruit for a full-time salesperson um, by the middle of next year. So that is in the cards. Um, but right now, yeah, our management is me, is ops manager, is office manager, and then uh, multiple crews of lead technician and technician. And then I have a 15-hour-a-week uh, marketing coordinator who handles all of our social media and emails and everything. Very cool. Um, let's hit this one too. Curtis, I love that. This. this is so good, guys. Um, would you compensate customers to post on Facebook for you? Are there reproductions to doing this slash losing authenticity of the post? So what I would do, Curtis, and we get our clients to do this, 
Um, they'll post on their IG stories just out of the goodness of their heart. They'll also post in their local Facebook neighborhood groups. A lot of your clients are in like families of Yorkshire Creek or families of Winchester, whatever Facebook group. If you've already hit like 100 Google reviews or 200, like I, I kind of my honest opinion, it kind of a little bit of a vanity metric at a certain point. Um, I think you want the reviews to come in, but maybe try in this next week or two and say, hey, Mrs. Smith, um, what I, are you in any sort of like neighborhood Facebook group? Oh yeah, we're in the whatever. If you don't mind just taking a picture of my business card and just post it and just honestly share the experience you had, right? You're technically not supposed to say, can you leave us a five-star review? You're kind of like coaching people to not be super authentic, but ask them to say, just share your honest experience. And that's where we've pivoted our Facebook um, push to is just inside these neighborhood groups works really good. And then when you get someone posting, who do you guys hire for Christmas lights? It's revive, revive, hire, revive. So that's where you can get some good brand recognition. And yeah, it exactly awesome. as our guy says, it's against Google and Facebook priorities. Shane, how do you pay ops manager and office? This is just going to keep going. I feel like we should maybe yeah. hit. Yeah, let line it up to you. One more, or we just uh, yeah. Let's so, go. Let's go with Shane. Let's go with Shane, and then uh, and then okay. uh, yeah, we can go from there. This is like an hour answer, but um, okay. So what I would do <laughs> for for office, what I would do, we have a junior and senior. So as you scale your company, you want to split your office into two. One is dispatch, which is like scheduling out crews, and I think that's a higher level activity. And then our other is called a CSR, a customer service rep, which is picking up inbound calls, making outbound calls, and making happy calls. So um, those will be compensated differently. Um, right now, our office is all in uh, our, our dispatcher role. Katrina, she's 25 an hour, uh, and I do give her quarterly bonuses based on bookings. And then uh, our other CSR is at, I believe, like $21 or $22 an hour. Um, so that's how our office is set up. Uh, and then ops manager is on uh, a full-time salary of like 5.5K uh, per month right now. And again, bonuses coming his way based on the profitability of the crews. So, um, you know, that's high level. Uh, and we'll probably do another webinar landing where we like nitty gritty. Because I know the next question, what does your production manager do? What's the office manager checklist? So I think for a lot of you now, you're doing 150 go out and recruit your part-time office admin who can actually help you book work, take phone calls, post on social media, do happy calls, take a lot of those lower um, priorities off your plate. And it's just about buying back your time, guys. A lot of you are on today. You've literally been working for $22, $25 an hour. Let's make 2023. Just take my word for it. Go who, not how. Let's transfer out those $23 an hour ones and let's level you up with the big boys at 50 or $75 an hour. Um, that's the only way to get your company to move ahead. And the last thing I'll say, guys, it does take a little bit of balls to grow your company. Like that 65K I made, there was no guarantee we were gonna hit 500 the next year. I could have taken that and done a lot of other stuff with it. But again, I think there's a lot of wisdom in keeping your nine to five. Cause for me, I was already doing 100K with, painting 120 grand of profit for me to trade that out. If I didn't have something as good or better, I'm not making that trade. So some of you right now already have a good job, get your income from your company to at least match that and then be like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm ready to jump in. So I, I'm a little more risk averse for entrepreneurs, believe it or not. And so for me, it, it took the painting business, keeping it for three or four years as revive got going where I said, okay, I now I don't need that anymore. I can just make this my full-time thing. So that's what I got. Very cool. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. So um, gentlemen, uh, ladies, uh, everybody on here, we thank you for your time. And there's there's kind of two options. I mean, it's the end of 2022. So I guess the question I, I, would, um, I would kind of propose is like, what are you going to do after being on this webinar and implement in 2023 so you don't have a repeat of 2022, if not 2021? So you have a couple options. Take the information, hopefully sparse something together on your own, um, you know, in the new year, during the downtime. Uh, or again, we have uh, something pretty special. As you know, um, Dave started HSBC, Home Service Business Coach, for that, that idea of giving back to other uh, home service entrepreneurs, business owners. 
um, just to, again, gain more time and freedom. So if you want, we got a pretty cool uh, little little bonus happening here. We got five spots available until the end of the year, until we're shutting our doors. Uh, it's been a long year. Uh, Dave needs a Dave needs a break, and I think uh, everybody agree. Let's take a little downtime. So we have five spots available. So um, get in contact with Dave. We'll hop on a call with me. Nothing is guaranteed, okay? Because first we gotta like you, and secondly we gotta be able to help you. Um, and if I don't see that, unfortunately, um, you know those five spots will stay open, uh, but we will probably fill up very quickly. But Dave, I don't know if you want to take away um, option number two here, but kind of Dave's brainchild but Let, let's let's do it man Te uh, what do you want to tell yeah. him or I'll tell him uh you, why don't you go for it I'll, yeah I'll tell him okay. about this but yeah go for it Dave let's do it okay so guys we've got five spots in foundations we will be filling them by the end of the year I'm not making this a webinar where we're gonna hard sell you and you have to I'm literally telling you yep. for the 10 percent of people on here this guy seems like he didn't just pull this out of his butt and actually knows what he's talking about. I am so anti-franchises. It's not even funny. I was stuck in one and paid hundreds of grand to one. So I made a coaching program that literally took Revive, put it in a box, and that's our foundations coaching program. So we work with you for four months. We hold your hand. We help structure your business. And we've got an incredible community. So that's what I'm going to say on that. Uh, maybe Landon can put his calendar link in the chat get on a 15, 20 minute call with him, see what that's about. Okay, cool. Second one is for those of you on this call, Dave, I, I think you're legit, but I don't have a coaching budget. I've already been quoted. I don't have the money. That's fine. I've released an accelerator. It's sold like hotcakes through Black Friday. We're bringing it back for 72 hours on sale. If you're on this webinar, Landon's going to drop that link in as well. And that's 50% off. It's a $2,000 course. We're blowing it out at $9.97. Literally, if you're not happy, hit me back. I'll send you your money back. Uh, we have yet to do that. Um, and, and so that's my guarantee to you. But if you're like, I got three months, I got a little bit of cash in the bank and I want to drop it in. I want to go through these modules. I want to get access to some systems. Full disclosure, I think you're going to be better in foundations because you're actually going to get us helping you doing it. But I don't want to have a price point of foundation say, look, um, we can't help you because you don't have money. So $9.97, that's as good as it gets uh, for three days. So Lennon can put that in. But again, we're going to host six to seven of these webinars next year. The greatest thing you guys have given me is just your support. Uh, Austin had a really nice comment right there. I really appreciate that. A lot of you are sharing out my podcasts on um, social media. Um, really appreciate that. And we're going to do more of these webinars just to pepper you guys with value because it's the stuff that I wish I heard five, six years ago when mm -hmm. I was getting going. And I want to be able to help and help you guys scale and, and stop the insanity of just going crazy in your business. So Landon, what do we got? Yeah. Where do we go from here? Yeah. I mean, everybody, like if you took value away, if you think you're like, you know, I'm interested uh, in, in uh, talking with, with me further, um, you know, I sent that link up there. You can book in here. Or if you want to get in on that kind of exclusive uh, offer, uh, hit Dave up, hit myself up. I've made it. I've put the link in uh, to, the, to the chat there, the video breaking down the accelerator. Um, and again, have at it. Um, and, and any questions, reach out to, to Dave uh, or, or myself here as well. But where do we go from here? I mean, usually it's kind of a theme if everybody knows. Uh, we leave off with a quote. Um, Dave, I don't know if you got anything in the queue, man, but, uh, but, uh, well, I'm just thinking, man, I'm just quickly on your link there. I think it's still up for the full price pop there. Um, so I'm just seeing if I can grab that 50% off one. Cause I don't want to lead anyone astray here. So, uh, yeah, grab this link here, guys. I just tossed it up there, um, to make sure we get the 50% off, but I think I'm going to, I'm going to drop a quote, um, guys, and this one's that one that my mentor told me, uh, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. And that's one that was posed to me where I'm like, it is so true. And we all grow our businesses at different times, but I would, I would make a case that if your revenue has been in a similar range, you might want to look at making a change for us. It was like 89 grand, 155, 582. 685 810 like we're just like 
always raising the needle on the business. So your revenue should not be 112, 108, 114, like, okay, like it is what it is. And I get, maybe you don't want to scale your company, but I think you probably do if you came on a webinar like this. So I think just be pretty introspective and like the skills that got you to 150 K $25 an hour stuff, like awesome. You jumped out on your own. You need to kind of light those on fire and see yourself now as $50 an hour, $75 an hour plus and scale up to mm -hmm. the point you want to be. So I'll, I'll leave it with that. Totally. I love it. Thank you, everybody. Um, we really appreciate your time here. Ran a little bit over uh, as we tend to do here. Um, but uh, again, uh, reach out uh, to us if you're interested and all. more than happy to at least chat with you and, and again, try and point you in the right direction, if anything. Yeah, we, we did great for time, guys. Want to say again, a huge thank you. Uh, saw some really nice comments. And uh, guys, we put this on for free. So just to bring you some value. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much to you guys. Um, definitely. Hit us up, say hi to us on social. Uh, we'll see some of you inside Foundations and Accelerator. Uh, and we're going to be dropping the date for the next webinar, um, probably into the new year sometime, Lennon. So I'll get with you and yep, uh, we'll definitely. get a good schedule for everybody here. Absolutely. And, and everybody, happy holidays. We'll probably, uh, we might speak with some of you, we might not. So happy holidays to you and your family. Uh, enjoy the time off. Uh, remember, but remember, yeah, use, use the time smartly here. Uh, so again, you can have more time off uh, with your family, friends, loved ones. So take care, everybody. Totally. See you, everybody. And Lennon, we did great for time on this, man. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy too. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. See you, everybody. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Keep systematizing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.